the, the one man or the one woman and, and, you know, they heard from God and they released it or there was a prophet and it was miracles. Uh, but it was really centered around one person that, that somehow was, was identified by God to walk in certain things. You get to the New Testament. Um, uh, it started off with, with Jesus. He equipped his disciples. And then there was the outpouring in Acts 2. And uh, I'm just speeding through. This, all of this. It's in your Bible. I hope you'd read it. You can believe me if you want. And, and so outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And, and, uh, and then you, you come in. The, the early church has started. And it's, and it's more than just about one person. Now, now whole, whole groups of people are uh, experiencing him and gifted by him. In fact, you come to this church in 1 Corinthians. And do you guys remember if, you were, if you've been a part for any of this series um, you remember in chapter 1, Paul assures the whole, the whole church in Corinth that they do not lack, what, any spiritual gift. That whole, ch- that whole church. And, and if you guys remember any of this series, you remember, like, this church was, uh, it was a bad church. <laughs> they had some things going, going wrong. And yet Paul encourages them in the very first chapter. He says, he says, man, you guys don't lack any spiritual gift. Now, he talks about nine specific ones in this chapter. But I, I, I believe that there are many. I don't believe this was an exhaustive list. I believe that any, Romans 12 talks about gifts. Um, I don't have a whole lot of time to teach this. Um, but uh, I'll just, I'll shoot something out at you and you guys can wrestle with it and decide if you believe it or not. I, I believe the Father gives gifts in Romans 12. Uh, the, the Father of God gives, gives gifts. You look at, the, at, at a list of gifts in Romans 12. The Holy Spirit gives gifts, I believe, here in 1 Corinthians uh, 12. It says that they're, they're the Spirit's gifts. Um, in Ephesians 4, um, Jesus gave gifts, and Jesus' gifts were people. He said he, he gave some to be, what, apostles and prophets and teachers and pastors and evangelists. And, and so the, the, the people that, uh, so I don't, you know, I don't necessarily have the, the gift of, a pa- of being a pastor or the gift of being a teacher. I am a gift. Does that make sense? So if you walk in, in that, so like there's, there's all these gifts, and there's, and there's even more. There's, like, there's, uh, there's some people that, that are just a, a nice person, but then there's other people that have the Holy Spirit divine enablement of, to be um, hospitable. <laughs> They're like, there's somehow, supernaturally, God enabled that person to, to have the gift of mercy or the gift of helps or the, or the gift of service. And, and uh, he talks about nine here, but man, so there's a place where, where a, a personal level gift, when Jesus walked into Nazareth and, and he couldn't do anything other than his personal level gift because, um, because their faith was actually hindering the atmosphere of heaven, he, he could really only do what he walked in. So, um, you guys want... You guys want the gifts? <laughs> I want the gifts. I, I don't know exactly where to go here. Uh, our, I, I told you our, our church traditionally is in that flavor of Pentecostal charismatic. And Pentecostal is a really scary word meaning 50. And uh, it has to do with, with the feasts in the Bible and 50 days and all this stuff. And that, we're, we're not going to go. Char, um, charismatic is a real scary word. Um, and, uh, and that, that, that word actually comes from the root word charisma. And um, uh, some of you have it, some of you don't. <laughs> and, uh, and that word charisma is, is from the Greek. It actually just means grace gift. That's, that's, that's all that means. And so there's people, there's a whole, there's movement of churches that are Pentecostal or charismatic. And, and they get kind of their, uh, um, you know, reputation for whatever they, they have. And some, the, the pendulum sticks over here and they're like, whoo, you know, and just. 
just kind of swinging from chandeliers. That's where you get kind of that, or or uh, um, you know, or are you guys, are you guys like uh, like snake people? Like, no, 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 we don't, we don't don't do that. We've had some snakes on the property, and and Pastor Kelly loves to go after those. I I hide. But but charismatic um, really just means grace gift. That means that that the gift that he gives is by his grace. It's not because of anything I've done to deserve it. I, mean, I can't, like, earn it. I can't, like, just practice really hard and get it or, it's, you know, whatever. But it's by his grace. It's a grace gift. Um, I love this, uh, this term. Charisma is the instantaneous enablement of the Holy Spirit in the life of any believer to exercise a gift for the edification of others. That's what Robert Morris says from Gateway Church. Chris Hodges from uh, um, Birmingham. Uh, Pastor Chris says a, a spiritual gift is a special supernatural ability that God gives to each of his children so that together we can advance his purposes in the world. And so, um, uh, I don't know, recently, maybe it was last week, I, I, I talked about how we could, we could be uh, have spectators or we could be producers. We could be consumers or producers in the kingdom of God. At some level, we need to be both. Right at some level, it's 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 in, it's important for me to, to be a consumer of, of what he's doing. And but man, if all I'm doing is consuming and I'm not producing, I'm missing something. And 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 so Paul says here in First Corinthians twelve verse one, he says, "Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed." Some versions say ignorant. In other words, he's like, this isn't just like something that, that we get to kind of just touch on and, and, you know, like the one sermon a year or the one sermon series a year. He's like, about these gifts, like, you're, you're supposed to be well-informed. You're supposed to understand how to walk in this because it's, it, Paul's saying it's not just about me or some of the leaders. He's like, it's about the body. Last week we talked about the body of Christ and communion and, and, being, and coming and communion being that place where we, um, the whole body eats from one loaf and, and this, this place of unity and, and loving each other. In that same thought, he goes right from talking about communion into the gifts because we all have gifts that, that are supposed to help advance his kingdom and serve the body of Christ. Now about these gifts, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be ignorant or, or uninformed and um, just for sake of time, I'm just going to go right to uh, start in verse 7. It says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Everyone say common good. Yeah, that, that's why it's, it's given, it, you know. Not to cause division or anything, but it's but there's a there's a manifestation or a gift of the spirit that's given to everyone. Say each one, like you're not left out. You get to be part of this, all of us. You know what I love this morning? I love seeing um, like our our um, elders come forward and wives and um, you don't get to be um, at all of our meetings, but um, uh, man, it, it, there's times when we we sit around the table and we all just wonder, how did we get here? Like. Do you ever feel like you're just not that gifted? Like, you're just, like, you know, I'm not trying to be the, the false humility or anything, but do you ever, like, like, do you ever just sit there and just, like, somehow God picked me? We talk about that around our, our board sometimes where some of them just feel like, like, by the grace of God, somehow I'm sitting around this table making spiritual decisions that affect a whole body of believers. Um, I, I love because I know some of them, like Jim, he's up here, and he's just, he's like, he's like, this is why Pastor Jonathan gets paid, because, because they, like, you know, he's sitting there, I, 
He's like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little wobbly. The Holy Spirit's here. And he's stepping out in faith to pray publicly. How many know that, that public speaking is like on the, the, the top three of, of worst fears? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But there's this thing about, about all of us uh, deciding, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come. I'm going to be part of this thing. And I'm going to give what, what I have. Instead of sitting back, I'm going to serve. I'm going to be part of this. And, Verse 8 says, to one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge. And this is in the context of a, um, of a, of a church service. Um, and he's talking about um, stewarding things within the body of Christ and in, and in church services and things like this. And, and he says, to one there is given a, a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of tongues. And I'm just, I just want to, I'm just going to touch just really quick on, on some of these. And um, th- this is what I want you guys to know that um, th- this is not going to be a huge exhaustive like teaching, uh, but we've got opportunities and this, uh, th- this would be a, a, sh- a shameless plug for our Discover Track. Y- you want to know why we started Discover Track? Uh, it, has, it actually has little to do with church membership, although that's, that's, a, that's a, an avenue. We, we would love for you to do that if you want to become a member of our church. But even if you don't want to become a member, do Discover Track. Be- it, it's so that you can discover you and discover God and f- discover the church and figure out how, to, how does my gift fit with, with the rest of the body. Um, your purpose is connected to a spiritual family at some level. Your purpose is connected to a spiritual family. So um, these gifts, these nine gifts, and there's more. I, I think there's probably like, like 27 or so if we go through Scripture, and you'll find that out in, in Discover Track. Um, I think it's week two, Discover Your uh, Destiny, uh, or Discover Your Design. I think that's what it's called. Discover Your Design. I should know, right? And, and so go through that whenever week two rolls around, the second Sunday of every month. But, the, but in these nine, they're split up into, into three categories, um, and lots of different people more smart than me have come up with great, diff- great uh, ways to define these categories. These are the ways I define them. Number one, the revelation gifts. Number two, the speaking gifts. And number three, the power gifts. And so let's, I just want to help you understand these nine gifts really quick. Uh, one is um, the revelation gifts. These are the gifts that reveal, the gifts that kind of, kind of discern and reveal something supernaturally that you didn't know it before and now you know it and it wasn't because you're smart enough. It's just because the spirit of wisdom or the spirit of revelation is on your life. And so the, there's three in that category, knowledge, wisdom, and the distinguishing between spirits. So let's just, just really quick, that supernatural gift of knowledge. Anybody like that would have helped when you were growing up in school, right? Right? A supernatural gift of knowledge. Some of them, I think, I think had that. I think I missed out on that one. Supernatural gift of knowledge. It's to know something specific without knowing it by natural means. Pastor Bo operates in this quite often. You'll see that on a Sunday morning. He's sitting there, and, and, and he's, Lord, what are you trying to say? And he comes up, and, man, uh, I've been so impressed the last few months. Like, like we've, we've, had, we've had some, I'm trying to remember, like ears healed, and, and someone's, I think someone's back maybe was healed. And, um, and he, all he's doing, he's just, he's, this, he's call, crossing the chicken line. <laughs> How many know you get something, and you're like, I'm sure that was the hot wings I had last night. You know, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the Holy Spirit. 
and, and there's times when he's like leaning over to me, and he's like, I just don't know if that's the Lord. And I'm like, what if it isn't? Try it out, you know. And, and man, nine times out of ten, you're like, okay, I'm going to try this. And, and you, you say it, and it was the Holy Spirit. And you start to realize, wait a minute, God's speaking to me um, this morning with, with kidneys. Or um, uh, what he didn't know is, is he, he knew about Dan, but he didn't know that my wife was struggling with, with some things with the kidneys, kidney stones. And, and so we're, in fact, right now, in the name of Jesus, as we just mentioned, mentioned kidneys, we just declare divine healing over Dan and over Becky and anybody else struggling with kidneys in the name of Jesus. That's how, that's how you know, word of knowledge, all of a sudden you know, and, and it can happen through, uh, you know, um, kind of that impression in your mind, on the movie screen of your mind. It could happen by something you feel or, or whatever, and you're just like, or just a sense, maybe you feel something in your body. Um, word of wisdom is, uh, is a divine answer or a solution t- uh, for a particular event. And there's some people, man, I need, like our board of elders, to operate every once in a while with, a, with the gift of wisdom. Because how, how many know that, that uh, we don't just need some people that, that are really smart around that board, that boardroom table? What we need is those that, that can say, man, it doesn't make sense in the natural, but I feel like I've got divine strategy for this. It's like when Joshua in the battle of Jericho, he's standing there, and, and there's, there's the angel of the Lord, and he says, I got a great idea. Here's some d- divine battle strategy. Uh, walk around this, this city seven times on the seventh, on the seventh day. Um, do that seven times, and then shout really loud. And Joshua's like, like, I've gone into battle before. That's a little bit crazy strategy. That's called spirit of wisdom. That's not natural wisdom. The, there's the, the third one under revelation gifts is the distinguishing between spirits. Um, some, some Bibles say that um, uh, the gift of discernment or, 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 or things. People, can I just say, um, there's, a, there's a difference. In fact, actually, the Bible doesn't say gift of discernment, but it, it uses uh, that, that word somehow. But listen to this. Some people think they've got um, a gift of discernment, and what they really have is a gift of criticism. <laughs> it's true. What this gift is, what, what God wants to do with this gift and gift you with this, the, the, the distinguishing between spirits, is for you to have your spiritual antennas on and to be able to walk into a room or into a situation and think, wait a minute, like, this is what the enemy's doing. This is what God is doing. And I want to partner with God and come against what he, I want to release the kingdom of light into the kingdom of darkness. And so that distinguishing between spirits, how many know that that would be super helpful in the business world? to go into a business contract decision and to be able to distinguish <laughs> what, what Holy Spirit's doing, what the enemy's doing, and, and, right, and to be able to distinguish. How many know that that would be super helpful in ministry as you're praying for someone to be able to distinguish between what's Holy Spirit, what's, what's demonic, what's angelic, what's human, right? And so he said there's a, there's a spiritual gift that some people have, and you can ask for it, and, and that gift helps you to, to kind of, divide between this and see like what's really going on I, I imagine this if we were to able to like peel back this natural realm and kind of just peer into the spirit there would be so much happening remember when Pastor Bo said he saw angels this morning I don't doubt that I don't doubt that I wonder in any moment of our life if we were able to just peel back this natural realm like what angels and demons would be fighting over our life Frank Preddy, do you guys remember him? He, he wrote some incredible fiction books, but that picture of angels and demons and the spiritual warfare that happens, I think there's so much more going on that we don't see. 
And so those are those revelation gifts. There's the speaking gifts. We're going to talk a little bit um, more about the speaking gifts next week in chapter 14. We're going to talk about tongues and interpretation of tongues and, and, and uh, prophecy. Um, those, are, those are incredible gifts. To, I'll just hit them really, really, really fast. But prophecy is a message of encouragement from God through a person to a person or persons. Tongues. Now this is the one. Um, most people don't have a problem with the spiritual gifts except for that one right? Like, everyone's like, I, I can handle all of those things, except for that one where, what, what happens? Is it like, like, Holy Spirit grabs your tongue, and it's like a wet, flappy fish, and, and I can't, have no control? And we'll talk about that a little bit next week. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this, though, that, um, man, we, we shouldn't despise any gift that Holy Spirit gives. I mean, he, he wants to bless you. He want, don't be afraid. Of, if it's from God, you should want it. If it's not from God, you should run away from it. And I, I just kind of come before the, the supernatural things of God with this attitude. Lord, if it's you, I want it. And if it's not you, I don't want anything to do with it. And, and then uh, I don't want to throw up the baby with the bathwater. How many know that the Holy Spirit's not weird? Right? How many know that there's some weird people? But the Holy Spirit's not weird. Holy Spirit comes on somebody and, and, and encounter him in a, in, a, in a powerful way. And sometimes our, our body reacts in certain ways because, because heaven invades this body and sometimes Holy Spirit comes on somebody and they're like, I, I don't know what to do with this and, and we're looking at them, that's weird and, and hey, can we just not throw out the baby with the bathwater? I always, I always just growing up just being so, so enamored by the things of God, I thought, man, I don't want to miss out on what God's doing because, because I'm just uh, uh, afraid of getting the wrong stuff. I'm like, you know what? I think the Lord is, um, like, he's big enough to understand all that and wade through all that stuff. And um, so we're going to, in this church, we're going to be risk takers. We're going we're gonna, to, you know, test things out and, and see. The, the Bible says this. Uh, he says, test everything. Test prophecy. You know, you can't test it if you don't, like, hold it first. If you dismiss it immediately, that's not called testing. That's called dismissing it. I encourage you to be great testers of the prophetic and of the supernatural and of all of those things. You're like, man, it, some of you are just wired to be a little bit more like left brain logical. And you're like, man, I got to test all of this stuff. And some of you are just like, you're wired to be the right brain, like, like spontaneous and creative. And you do the, like the interpretive dance stuff. And, 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 and for you, it, man, you need to test things. We all need to test it. But don't just immediately dismiss it. I would just encourage you to just pause for a second and say, Holy Spirit, is that you? And just see what he says. But you've got to test it. Don't just dismiss it. Prophecy and tongues, interpretation. Guess what interpretation of tongues is? Prophecy. Yeah, tongues plus interpretation equal prophecy. And it's been, a, it, it, that used to be one of the gifts that like, that was in um, most every like Pentecostal charismatic church. It used to just pop up all the time. And, uh, um, it's been a long time since I've seen that happen, but it's one of those, maybe, maybe you've seen it before, maybe you haven't, but it's where a lot of times where someone would stand up with, and share uh, a language, an unknown language um, that, that nobody understands, and another person would stand up and say, hey, this is what that means, and that's basically what tongues and interpretation is, and, um, and so we'll talk about that a little bit more next week, and then lastly, there's the power gifts. Now, th this is like, this is like the... This is the cool, the cool stuff, right, that you get to see. In the power gifts, there's the, these are the gifts that do. These are like the dynamite gifts, the, the gift of faith. Now, how many know everyone's supposed to have faith, right? But then there's a gift of faith. 
There's like, uh, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. So you have to have faith. I need to have faith. We all have to have faith. But there's a gift of faith. There's a divine enablement that for a specific situation. And I, I know, uh, I mean, uh, they're, not, they're not in here right now, but the Van Winkle family, uh, they had, had a, a gift of faith to believe God for, a, for um, a home that they needed. I mean, and there's a whole incredible story that goes. But there was a gift of faith that moved heaven and earth for this house that they could never afford on their own. How many know that, that sometimes there's been a gift of faith that's, that's been needed for, for, um, for healing to come to somebody's body that's like they were pronounced like this is like a, like a, a, a deathbed pronouncement. And a gift of faith rose up that said, not on my watch. Right? There's a gift of faith that's beyond just the faith that we're supposed to walk in. But there's a, a gift where you just somehow, you just know, like, I'm just going to pray this thing through until there's breakthrough, and you just know that it's going to happen. There's a gift of faith that comes. There's, um, there's a gift of miracles. Like, th- there's, there's healing, and there's miracles. Um, mer- and, in fact, the, the other one, this power gift, the other one is, is, is healing. Um, uh, and, and it's a little bit, there's a little bit fuzzy. Which, but healing, it, in my mind, is something that kind of, rest- kind of restores something in somebody's body that was, that was sick, that was wrong. Miracles are almost like a creative miracle, like something isn't there, and now it's there. And, and, and miracles aren't just combined to some, uh, confined to someone's body, but it, any type of a miracle. How many know you need a miracle in, in a marriage? Or don't, you know, don't raise your hand. Uh, got that out really too fast. <laughs> thanks, thanks, sir. <laughs> Elders, you want to go. Miracles in marriages, miracles in finances, miracles at work. Yes, in your body, but there's, there's gifts of healing, and then there's gifts of miracles. I mean, you look in the Bible, and you see, um, you know, Jesus was operating in miracles when he multiplied the loaves and the fish, and, and miracles when he walked on water, or when the, the water to wine. That would have been a miracle, right? And, and, and so, so there's, how many would like to operate in at least one of these nine? Just one of these nine. And so um, I encourage you to kind of um, go after um, this in our Discover track. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with just three phrases. We'll see if I need to touch on any more of this next week. Here's three phrases. This is what I'd like you to do. Can you say, okay, I'll do it before I put them up? Can you just, can you just, uh, just say, yeah, I, I just trust you, Jonathan. I just want you to go. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. This is what I want you to do. I want you to discover your gifts. Would you say, I'm going to go on a journey, no, 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 matter, no, no matter what it takes, uh, whether it's discover track, whether it's sitting down with somebody, whether it's your own reading a book. Or, would you just say, Pastor Jonathan, I'm going to discover my gifts? And, and not just your talents, like your spiritual gifts. And, and there's these nine, which I think we all can operate in, and there's more than these. But would you say, I'm going to discover, I'm going to discover my gifts? And... Um, I'm just going to give an example really quick. I know we're running out of time, but you guys need at least to have one funny story, right? So here's an example of, of uh, um, maybe what's not a gift. Um, some of you may have this gift. I didn't have this gift. I, um, when I was, uh, oh, I was probably about 20 years old, and we were, I was in this internship program, and we traveled to Iowa, and we were helping run this, this conference, and this lady comes up to, to the director of, of our program and says, I want all the, all the, the young men in your program to do this, this one particular thing, 
And, uh, and so she had us, uh, so all of us came over, and she said, okay, I want you to, you guys are going to wear this. And there was like these, like, I don't know, uh, like ephod shawl things. We all, all this young men were wearing these, these, these things. And then we, and then we had these, uh, these big banners, and then we had these, these flags. And so, like, my director, I still, I, I need some probably freedom prayer over uh, uh, my thoughts towards him right now. But, but all of us guys... We were, we were told that during worship, we were supposed to walk up the aisles of this church with these big banners, put them in their stand, turn around, grab our flags, and the boys were supposed to do the, and we weren't allowed to fake it. We weren't allowed to, like, uh, um, uh, make fun of it. We were supposed to be genuine worship. I'm going to tell you, this was one of the hardest things I've ever done, to genuinely, before God, saying, God, I'm going to kill this guy, but seriously, I'm going to worship you right now. I had to worship with this flag and do this thing. I know that for some, that's their spiritual gift. That was not mine. Not mine. Um, I want you to go on a, on a spiritual discovery. What's your gift? It may be a flag. It wasn't my gift. I, I remember, uh, uh, we'll, move, on. we'll move, move right along. Here's number two. This is what I want you to do. Will you say, I'll do this? Would you develop your gift? Develop your gift. First um, Corinthians 14, what we'll talk about next week, it says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Second Timothy 1.6 says, for this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. And... Uh, I'm going to share this last one as Pastor Kelly and the team come. Number three, would you use your gift? I want you to discover it. I'd like you to develop it, like like fan this thing into flame, develop your gift. I want you to use it. And Discover Track's a great place to, to learn some of that. If you come to, come to me, just say, Pastor Jonathan, I, I want to use it. I wanna, we'll figure out a way. Sometimes that's within the context of, of the, the body of Christ, uh, the local church. Sometimes it's out in the community. Sometimes it's in your business or in your workplace or in your family. Uh, however it is, you're like, I don't know what my gift is, and I don't know how to use it. Man, I'd love to help you. Any of our, any of our staff would, and any of our elders, we'd love to just say, hey, you're not meant to just sit on the sidelines anymore. You're meant to be in the game. To use your gift. First Peter 4 says this, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Hmm. This, is, this is part of why uh, Spirit of Life even exists, is we want to take you on a journey. We don't want it to just be this thing where you show up on a Sunday morning or maybe a Wednesday or just every once in a while. We want to take you on a journey to help you discover. One, this is the journey. It's, I want people to encounter the presence of God, to grow in their walk with God, and then release their gifts from God. In, in whatever context that is in the world around you, you've got gifts and the, the world needs it. We believe this is that a fully transformed follower of Jesus looks like that. Can we stand this morning? Pastor Kelly is, uh, is leading. And 
kind of rush through some of these. Man, man, wasn't worship great this morning? Wasn't you feel his presence and and healing and freedom happening here in the altar? And we're just barely scratching the surface with spiritual gifts. Some of you, as I've been sharing, you say, Pastor Jonathan, like I want to discover right now. I, w- I want the Holy Spirit to just highlight something. And our prayer team is going to come here in just a minute during this song. Would you just come up and just say, I, I don't know what my gift is. I want a gift. I want the spiritual gift. I want him to fan that into flame. Whatever that is, I want it. Would you just come forward? We want to pray with you. I want to activate those things. I believe it's going to happen this morning. Next week, we're going to talk about tongues and prophecy. Woo! Jesus. Prayer team, you can come. Holy Spirit, all over this room, from my right to my left. Lord, would you activate things? Would you stir the gifts up? Lord, that, that Timothy verse that says to feign into flame the gifts that are in you through the laying out of hands. Lord, would you... Lord, we were never designed to just be consumers or to just sit back and be spectators. Lord, we were designed to be producers in the kingdom of God. Lord, would you would you give us a little nudge? Lord, I honor our dream team right now all over this building that are using their gifts and serving our babies and, and serving our children and, and serving coffee and, and greeting people at the door. And, and Lord, the dream teamers even in this room that are in the sound booth and up on the stage. And Lord, we just thank you for the people in your body, God, that, are, that have been activated. And I say, Lord, activate more people. Lord, help people discover their gifts all over this room. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, let's just worship with this one song, and then we'll we'll close here in a minute.
for what we lack. Your blood has come. What we get is what you paid for. Cause through your 